For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. What a Friday night to look back on with a crazy game ending in the most controversial fashion and the debate will no doubt rage all week. It resulted in a thrilling Sydney win over Richmond. Coming up, both coaches and our experts will give their views on the 50-metre penalty that wasn't, which followed a dramatic comeback from the Swans. Dusty turned around just when he needed to. Darts out to the right and kicks a goal. Oh, and Ralph Smith, he's got to kick it every bit of 50 metres, and I reckon he just about has. The Swans went inside 450, 15 times with three goals for, so seven scoring opportunities and probably left a couple out there, to be yep. brutally honest. The Tigers, 10 inside 50s for five goals straight. Morris really hasn't been a factor until now. Knocked away to the arms of Edwards. And the Tigers are rampant right now. They've kicked six in a row. Yeah, the red flags are absolutely uh, flying everywhere right now for Sydney. The Tigers are just looking like they're in third gear and in control. Loose ball, not loose for long. Bolton snaffled it and put it through. It's really evident tonight the Swans just go back, back, back way too much and the Tigers just press forward. And I know which style I prefer. Damp soil. Oh! He's just clouded Cotchin. He half pulled the punch, but he made enough contact. Franklin has a fly. And takes a rare overhead mark. It'll be the last meaningful moment of the first half. And he does make amends. Kicks to Franklin. He takes the mark. This is their best passage of play as he arcs around from 65 out to lift the Swans on a Friday night as only Buddy Franklin can. And he still can. There are no excuses. It's a critical kick. Sam Reid meets the task. The Swans will turn just a goal down. Well, the big move was to get Mills onto the wing, the defensive wing, and uh, he pushed him behind the ball. And that seemed to transform the Swans' defence. They uh, had a good decision maker, a good distributor. You'd like to think the message is what you just lived for 15 minutes and you got some improvement and we got some score on the board. Let's keep doing that if you're the Sydney Swans. Gives it to Franklin. He'll get it onto the left boot and he will get raptures around the SCG. This is Buddy now invested in the game. He's now playing like Buddy should play. Warner to Campbell, stripped to the footy, squeezing kick at goal. Here's the goods from Graham. Here comes Buddy. Franklin takes the mark, 45 metres out. But this would give them the lead. And it does. Heaney will have it 60 from goal. Franklin's getting back to the square. Grimes has pushed him over. Free kick. Bizarre. It's been utter madness all night. That's crazy stuff from Grimes. Heaney will be taken to the goal line. Heaney opens the angle and puts the Swans two goals up. But the Tigers weren't done with young Josh Gibkiss going forward and his first goal in AFL footy put them back within six points with just under three minutes to go. But the Swans defended grimly and appeared to be home with the ball out of bounds on the wing with six seconds to go. And then this. Boundary throw in. Nankervis. Laddam's got his hand to it. Prestia edged it to the back. Siren will beat the play. A thrilling Sydney win. He may have played 50 because he kicked it away after a free kick. So has Richmond been paid a free kick and 50? Can't be 50. They could because it's technical. Prestia kick from there. 
Okay. He's got to kick at 75. He kicked it into the crowd because he heard the siren, not because of the whistle. It was a celebratory kick into the crowd. Prestia's free kick, but he's too far out to do anything about it. So Prestia was held by Warner, a tug of the jumper. Siren sounded. Warner picked the footy up and kicked it into the crowd. Just common sense, okay? That's your line. Prestia with the final kick. He gives it all he's got, and it lands well short. Swans by a goal in a thriller on Friday night that ends in blazing controversy. (laughs) So let's hear the instant reaction, firstly, from the experts and the two coaches on the night. There is no right answer to what happened in the last 10 seconds. Technically... He kicked the ball into the grandstand after the whistle went because he heard the siren. The whistle went for a free kick. So if you want to go hard and fast on technicalities, which I'm not sure how you go any other way, but nevertheless, it should have been 50. But looking at the set of circumstances, I think a reasonable man says the right decision was paid. I completely agree with that. Uh, by definition, and a lot of what we've seen tonight has been by definition, I think that holding the ball changed in the last... I mean, not, was it McCartan that rolled onto the football? Yes, yeah, that's we've, that was a free We've kick. all been calling for two hours some red-hot things that we're trying to work our way through, but by definition, and we'll get clarity throughout the week, and I'm sure the AFL will no, take it off. No. I understand why the umpire said he didn't hear the whistle, and therefore he's saying it happened instantly. Yeah. But he kicked the ball at right angles. Yeah, he heard the siren. That's why he thought he'd won. Up. Yeah. If that's anywhere else around the ground, you are no, saying... No, but he heard the, the siren. The game was over. I in his, in I his mind, it, the game the, was over. I, but it doesn't matter, because the umpire's caught blowing the whistle before the siren. Yeah, and that's the technicality. Yeah. And the umpire, I think, accepted that. They said he didn't hear the whistle, which I think is nonsense. But uh, he heard the siren, thought that they'd had a win. So I'll ask you and, this and, question. And, and, if that happened anywhere on the field, what been, would the rule be? But I think that's where the umpire took the emotion out of the situation and he felt that, that Warner didn't hear the whistle and he goes, well, if you didn't hear the whistle, I'm not going to punish him. That's, that's what I've been told. And, and, and old, my gut feel was it should have been 50 until I heard the umpire explain and, that. And, off the, and that's why. Off the back of that, Hodgie, being right there, I didn't know it was a free kick. I didn't hear the whistle. Oh, I haven't. You know, it's not my job. There's people on the ground that make those decisions and oh, I'm not too sure. Like, we're probably a little bit the same as everyone else. We weren't quite sure um, how it was going to unfold. So I'll leave that up to you guys to find out or figure out. What do you think should have happened? Oh, it's irrelevant. No, I, I don't know. I heard there was a holding free kick paid so um, at the same time as a siren. So I don't know what happened. That's... So you'd, have to, you'd have to probably ask someone else, but that's what I heard. So. The crazy finish in some ways was fitting, given there'd been multiple brain fades from players on both sides, resulting in reversals and 50-metre penalties. In fact, there were 61 free kicks on the night, with 31 goals leading to one of the longest games of the season from siren to siren. There was action even before the game with a flurry of late changes with Nick Blakey and Marlon Pickett out for their respective sides. In the first quarter, the Tigers were the most efficient side, kicking five goals straight to lead against the Wayward Swans. Even with 
out spearhead Tom Lynch and Rampy covering Revolt. The Tigers took control as the second quarter progressed with a typical team performance. Grimes led the way in defence with Graham providing the tackling muscle and the likes of Baker, Short, Martin and at times Bolton and Morris Rowley Jr. looking dangerous. Nancurvis was getting on top in a fascinating ruck duel with Peter Laddams. Before half-time, a frustrated Buddy Franklin lashed out at Trent Cotchen with an open-hand strike that could yet see him miss a week. The free-kick reversal cost a goal, but it seemed to fire up Buddy, who took an inspired and rare overhead mark and kicked truly to give them a glimmer of hope. The margin at the half then was 23 points. Apart from the fired-up Franklin, the critical move was Callum Mills to defence. He joined the McCartan brothers to win the intercepting war and get some forward movement for the Swans. And with Buddy proving too good for Gibkus and Warner surging the ball out of the middle, he was joined by the likes of Luke Parker and Justin McInerney. They came along for the ride. The home team were eventually able to kick straight just as accuracy deserted the Tigers. So in the end, it's the Swans that get the victory. So let's go back to the coaches, John Longmire and Damien Harbwick with some broader thoughts on the win for the Swans. Ones. John, pretty special for Buddy to kick five in so Doug Nichols' round. Yeah, it was. I mean, he, um, you know, he's he did some pretty special things. You know, he's he's able to, um, um, you know, at big moments he was able to put his hand up and do some do some things that only very few players can do. Um, and um, <clears throat> he was he was you know one v two or a, a couple of times he was able to break even in those contests and he was able to hit the scoreboard with accurate kicking. So, yeah, he, he played well. What did you make of his little dust-up there with Trent Cotchin? Oh, just disappointed. It was a free kick away. It was their second one that we'd done it. We'd done that. And so, you know, we had a, we'd had we had a couple of chances to go forward and have a shot at goal twice, and that was our second one. So that's it. I was disappointed. And do you think, in general, like, a lot of the free kicks made tonight, do you think the game was getting over-officiated? I don't know. I, I mean, you just can't comment on umpires. So I'm definitely not commenting on umpires. Oh, listen, we can look at that last incident, but the fact of the matter is we're up by 30 points. You know, it's easy to look at the last play, but we, we should have iced the game. You know, for 75%, I thought we were pretty good. We had a 25% you know, percent laps, especially in the third quarter. There's some things we reckon we could have done a little bit better, but um, end of the day, everyone will always look at the last play and the what-ifs, but the fact of the matter is when you're 30 points up, you probably shouldn't lose. What did you see in the turnaround in that second half then, if, uh, from 33 points up? Oh, I think, you know, Mill's seventh there probably generated a little bit of income for them and we probably didn't use the ball as well as we'd like in that situation and, and it's on us as coaches to prepare the players a, a little bit better in that situation. Last quarter we rectified and, you know, had our chances. We kicked 2-6 we kicked or something like that to their six, six straight. So there's the game and, you know, it'd be missing me to say we give up five free kick goals again. You know, two four two. 50 metre penalties, couple of downfields. Like we just kill ourselves at various stages, and we expect better. You know, it's disappointing to lose a game as close as this through ill discipline. Ill discipline. So the Swans overall prevailing by six points to go seven and four, and they are in fifth position for now. Buddy Franklin kicked five goals for the winners, and he, of course, was given the Player of the Match award with Warner and Baker getting the remainder of our votes. The Tigers are still in the eight for now at six and five, but have a week to stew on the result. They have the bye next week while the Swans get ready to play the Ds. Between now and then, a lot of debate about the 50 metre that wasn't and the most controversial finish – 
to a Friday night football game in quite a while. There'll be a lot to talk about for the boys on Crunch Time. We look forward to that and all the action on AFL Nation over the weekend. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.